Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweeps. My name is Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The topic of our podcast today is the execution of Eva Dugan. I think it's Eva or Eva. Uh, Eva, probably. Okay, Eva Dugan. That's the execution of Eva Dugan. Um, Eva Dugan uh, had a... uh, unremarkable life really but uh, she became the uh, only woman ever to be hanged in the state of Arizona so we're gonna and it didn't go well uh, we're gonna talk about her life and what led up to her execution Um, but before we do uh, we'd like to dedicate this episode to Betty Happ who uh, is the mother of Andrew Happ one of our loyal listeners and patreon supporters Um, Betty unfortunately passed away, so we're going to dedicate this episode to her memory, and we also want to give a special shout out to our uh, dear friend Katja, who lost her grandfather uh, this past week. So Andrew and Katja, we're thinking of you, and um, we hope that uh, at least momentarily we can make you smile with this podcast. Let me introduce our um, panel. I'm joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented the queen of mean, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, Satan's dirty little secret, pill-popping and penis-loving, Brandy. Hi, Timmy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm I'm okay. I'm just, what? Chuck's shirt is unbuttoned, which is a little disturbing. I- yeah, he's got that, like, 70 disco kind of look. He's got a gold chain and silver, got, Timmy. Got his, silver. I don't like it. Gold. It makes my, oh. What are you doing? I got my uh, my mama gave me this for when she died. Well, why you got your shirt unbuttoned for? I'm just getting myself comfortable. We're you in the studio. We ain't doing videos. No, uh, no. There's a lady present. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Timmy doesn't like word. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna skip right over brandy time. Button uh, your shit up. I guess we're gonna. I got skip. one button undone. No, no, two. Yeah, yeah, I can leave you, that you one. cannot no. show nipples, Chuck, in the <laughs> office. It, we we are a coalition against nipples. Yes, against yeah. your nipples. C A N. No, coalition yeah. against nipples. Yeah, anti C C A N. Yeah, well, whatever. Coalition against Chuck's nipples. C A C N. There yeah. you go. I don't know what he's doing. 
But I don't uh, either. let he's, me introduce. He's found and determined to fuck up Brandy time every <laughs> friggin' time. It's kind of about Chuck all the time. He kind of steps right on right over Brandy. Time. He's like the he's like the baby of the family. All Chuck all the time. Oh, are we not looking at you for a minute, Chuck? Let's get over here and pay attention to you. Somebody seems a little bitter today. Table for one, Mrs. Bitters. <laughs> no, Bobby Bitterpants is sitting over there, and I'm not going to a restaurant with him. I want to say before we get started, I want to apologize. We we issued a or we released a podcast yesterday, and there was some technical difficulties with that. So. And I'm glad because that script was the most fucked up thing I ever read. It was the most sc- the script was fine. The script, you, oh no, sucked. it was oh it, it was it good. was the most boring story. Oh. I, I listened to Ali and Charlie the Tylenol Murders. Yeah, that was I, good. Yeah, I was goddamn ashamed. I mean, I, I, I was well, glad. Well, you should be ashamed. <laughs> yeah, it should be. For a lot. You <laughs> have a lot of reason to be ashamed. Yeah. My scripts are not one of them. The, uh, the man who is the moral compass of our podcast. I, I hate that. A man who has been described as an oasis nope. in the desert of despair. He's never been called that. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters the third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm wonderful, Timmy. And before we start, <clears throat> I just want to, and we'll get started on this script real quick. But I want—I got to give a shout out to my little niece Juniper, who turned one over the weekend. A beautiful oh, little girl. Happy birthday. Um, that's in in listener or people who follow the page. Dominique Wagner is her mother. Yes, and Dominique um, my, my is one niece, of our so listeners. She's my great niece. Yes. My daughter turned 30 the first day of spring, 31 the first day mm-hmm. of spring, so shout out to Sarah. Happy birthday, Sarah. And uh, this weekend is going to be very nice, and, and Dominique has another little boy, and he reminds me of the movie Little Man Tate. You remember that? I uh, know. The kid's a genius. I mean, oh, the okay. kid is a freaking genius. Well, his mom is very bright. Oh, she's very bright, but H- she's How mean. does she end up being related to you? Distantly, um, <laughs> distantly, she is my she is my daughter's or my sister's daughter. Okay, um, she uh, is that something she's proud of? No, nope. she, she loves shit. her uncle Chuck. She loves her uncle uh, speaking Chuck. Speaking of uncle Chuck, uh, Chuck, have you confirmed that you have hotel reservations for Crime nope. Con yet? He's not. Um, I'm going to confirm that this afternoon. Allie, Whatever. I need your help. Blah blah blah. But uh, I just want to end. But anyway, this weekend it's going to be nice. And I've been promising her, the little boy, Jack. It's not. It's going to rain. No, Saturday it's going to be nice. Yo, Saturday it's going to rain all day. Well, I don't give a fuck uh, about the rain. We're going to take, take, I get to take Jack to the zoo. And the kid's just an amazing little man. um, Very nice. So I get to take him to the zoo. She's let me have him for the zit. Hey, Brandy, you know what I'm doing this weekend? Jack shit. Working, Brandy. Uh, Well, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry for that. Chuck is at the zoo. No, hold on. Timmy comes in and works these half days on Saturday, banks them his vacation okay, days, look, they're not and then half takes days. trips to Thailand. It's 8 to 2.30. It's not a half a day. Well, it's a partial day. He ain't doing a goddamn thing. Pretty much what the devil does in her office most of the day. Okay, let's get on to the story. Let's get on with the script. Really because pot? You're... Really pot? <laughs> you know, we had the issue yesterday with the um, <clears throat> the technical issues, and uh, our I mentioned it on our page just to so folks know we screwed up and we were sorry. And we no, would, we didn't screw up. That I screwed up and there I was sorry. And they responded by, uh, uh, several of them responded by uh, making Patreon donations, which is really sweet of them. So we thank you very much We for appreciate that. that. Yes, we do. Um, well, and Rachel Flynn said she'd bring a laptop over to us. Yeah, she even offered which we, and, and that was not our problem. We all have laptops. The problem was that 
we, we just had of a, the laptop. Right. The laptop fucked up. We don't. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yes. But um, yeah, thank you guys very much for. Was uh, it the laptop that fucked up? Well, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, let's get on. He's with a this. technical um, reject. So. Um, we want to thank all of you who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or oh, just a wee tiny little bit to me. Every little thing's help, and we very, very much uh, appreciate all the help that we get, all the support we get. Um, if you can't afford to give, uh, just listen or share, or, uh, retweet our, our uh, podcast, whatever. Um, we appreciate all your support. We love retweeters. uh, We do. Um, So with that in mind, I want to thank all of you who support us on Patreon. That's Alicia and Chip. TJ Young, who has been very generous with us, and we really appreciate that, TJ, really stepping up. Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Maja, uh, Aaron, Aaron, I think is how I pronounce it. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Kimberly Chevron. I know I screw these names up, but I really, you know, I don't mean to because these no, people are important. No, it just reminds me of that Key and peel thing where he calls it A.A. Ron. You what? Oh, my God. You have to watch it. It's Key and peel. They're funny. Yeah. And they do this thing where they mess up. This guy messes up the names, calls Aaron A.A. Ron. Oh, I think it's, I mean, his, it's maybe Aaron. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right. So if I'm, if I'm not, I apologize. Uh, Elise uh, Scotty K with the Killers, Cults, and Nutjobs podcast. Diane Student with History Goes Bump. Uh, Amber Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, uh, of course, Dr. Jeff and his lovely wife, Dawn, uh, Andrew Happ, who we mentioned, uh, Holly, uh, Holly Woodward. Uh, thank you very much, Holly. Shirley Strapp, thank you for joining us on Patreon, Shirley, as well as Todd Long. Thank you, Todd. Lydia Fisher and her sister, Ruth. Uh, Jennifer uh, W., thank you very much, Jennifer. Tyrone, thank you, Tyrone. Phyllis Munson, Sarah Morgan, Melissa Montoya, uh, Brittany Martin, Joe Hopkins with the uh, Now American uh, History Podcast. Uh, He had his first podcast last week, and it was great. Thank you, Joe, and we look forward to hearing uh, many more. Mandy Swanson, Jennifer Siemens, and her mother, Linda. Cindy Lou, Heather Poole, Charlie and Allie from the Insight Podcast, uh, Christine Hauer and her cat, Jeff, Jeffrey the Wonder Cat, Colonel. And, uh, and Rudy the Wonder Dog would, would, would be, Rudy the Wonder Dog likes cats, actually. He likes to chase and run, and sometimes the cats so chase we've got a We've got uh, Jeffrey the Wonder Cat, who's now on a sponsor, as well as Cheryl Weldon. So thank you all very, very much. We appreciate your support. And again, if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs. And it was very kind of you to all react. Yes, the way you and we did, didn't, you did. we didn't, you know, we, we, I posted that as a way of explanation. I, we, I, you know, I wasn't um, doing it as for a fundraising or anything like that, but you all are very sweet to respond that way, and we really appreciate it. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about the execution of, we decided it was Eva. Eva, yes, Eva Dugan. Eva, Eva Dugan. EVA is, yeah, we it's pretty Eva. much are. You it's say a, Eva. It, it's a con- I say Eva. It's pretty Should much not. A consensus that it's Eva. Okay. Eva like Braun. An, like an Eva Braun. Exactly. Okay, so Eva was convicted of murder in 1930. You remember that year, Brandy? I don't know why I would. Uh, Eva Marie Dugan 
uh, became the first woman to be legally executed in the state of Arizona, maybe somewhere illegally executed, Colonel, (laughs) but she was the first to be legally executed in the state of Arizona, and the only woman ever to be hanged in Arizona, and uh, once we get through the script, you'll know why, Uh, because it didn't go well, Colonel. Didn't go. Hangings rarely turn out well for the the person at the end of the rope, yeah. Um, so, uh, Ava Marie, Eva, God damn it, Eva, <sighs> Ava, yeah. we said Ava, no, we said Eva, Eva God damn it. All right, Eva, Eva Marie McDaniel was born in San Francisco, one of my favorite cities. Uh, you know who's from San Francisco is your mom. I know Tony Stephanie Bennett Quick left his heart there. Yeah, Stephanie Quick lives out in the Bay. Is seven fifty one a good credit score? Yeah, it's almost eight hundred. Not okay. as good as mine, but is that, you know, do what you can do. Why, you can't get a room? Huh? Can't get a room? <laughs> no, I just got a, I'm checking my email and my credit karma thing said my credit score is 751. It could be better. It could be better, but. Renee's is better than mine. Well. Renee has all the money. Rudy's is probably better than <laughs> yeah, Rudy's is better than mine. Yeah, that's true. Eva Marie. He's a little braggy. <laughs> Eva Marie McDaniel was born in San Francisco on June the 8th, Colonel. June the 8th. 1878. Ooh, her mom and dad were just, uh, it looks like they had a Thanksgiving tryst. Yeah, she was born on a, to, into a very poor family. Uh, her parents. So they had crackers at Thanksgiving. Eva's parents were good people, but could barely afford to feed her. Her father worked on the docks in the San Francisco Bay, but was often Isn't out. is that a song? <laughs> no, no. Don't sing, no sing. But he was often out, bon out of he was often out of work. Living on a prayer. Um, his mother, her mother's name was Penelope. When the lights go down the city on by the base. Yeah, during oh, the that's city journey. journey yeah. yeah, they play when that. The lights. No, 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 no. Please, please, please. Her mother's name was Penelope. I like that name. Yeah, that's my other niece's name. Yeah, you don't see oh, that it's name. A Christmas but, miracle. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't see that name used much anymore. I love little Penelope. Uh, her mother's uh, name was Penelope, was a seamstress, not a semester, as I have written here. <laughs> you know, he can say Penelope, but he can't quite get out Eva. <laughs> yeah. She was a seamstress uh, who worked 80 hours a week in a sweatshop. So yeah, that's well, kind of sucked. So do little kids in Korea. Uh, mm. Penelope Thank was God. a sickly woman, Aww. and she died of tuberculosis when... Eva was nine years old. Oh, she got the consumption. She got the consumption, Timmy. Yeah, she did. She Probably working in that factory. <laughs> Probably working that factory. No, consumption is just a contagion bacterial thing. Eva dropped out of school at the age of nine. Goodness. And you allowed to do that? She must have been uh, a smart kid. No, she dropped out at the age of nine to help with chores at home. She took a part-time job, because, you know, there was no child labor laws back then. She took a part-time job as a seamstress herself at age 12. Oh. Well, what the fuck was she doing for those three years? Just slacking? <laughs> you know how kids are. Yeah, 9 to 12. Play, she was just, like, playing tra- Nintendo traveling or, yeah. Europe. What was she PlayStation, doing? PlayStation, yeah. you know, Halo or something. <laughs> yeah. Lazy uh, I'm little I'm sure kid. She, was, she was helping out around the house. Her dad was uh, unemployed a lot. She, you know, she was doing things. Busy, busy lady. Ava somehow managed to survive a hard-scrabbled childhood. How do you like that, Brandy? Hard-scrabbled. It's wonderful. 
to become an adult with very few skills and even fewer expectations. <laughs> there you go. Who does that remind you of, Timmy? Uh, our good friend here. <laughs> yeah. Really? Low expectations? I do have low expectations, <laughs> yes. you fuckers. Yeah. I don't expect shit. Okay. Um, so, anyway, in photographs... And memories... Christmas called you. Eva <laughs> seemed to always have a tentative expression on her face, as if she was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Brandy. Well, yeah. Oh, and it usually it usually did. Did she even have shoes? Was it so hard scrabble that she didn't have shoes? No, she had a rough childhood. Poor Eva. She bore. Oh, wait a minute. She got married before she had children. Um, oh. She married Albert Dugan, old an older she? man. How old was she? Uh, she was 16, and she married Albert when I think he was 43. Gross. In 1894. She was how old? 16. That, see, that's like the script from yesterday that, got, that you fucked up. But Yeah, we're going to have to redo that story because I like that story. No, that's the worst story we ever did. No, the uh, uh, Wesley um, Dodd, the child killer, was the worst one we've ever done. Jonas, that was fate. Jonas Salk was the yeah, best that one sucked. we ever did. That was, I was thinking that today, yesterday. When Jonas I, Salk? Yeah, yeah. When he wrote the script that he, he was going to write for Jonas Salk, remember? Right. And we come in and we're getting ready to do the podcast. And he says, yeah, Jonas Salk, uh, he developed the vaccine for. Getting, uh, he popped out. He's a cross-dresser or something. He was a cross-dresser. Oh, he made it up. But yeah. his, his <laughs> only the only reason why he wanted to do it was to say that he did not benefit financially from his vaccine right but he had nothing else no no dates no, no nothing about I had his all kinds of stuff you, you did not he tested it out on and a that's on why a... you're not allowed to do scripts <laughs> you're not allowed to write scripts you write you one thing you went one point the, the, the podcast has to last an hour I, i'm like uh, it's like on those tv shows you know how the, the actors want to start directing yeah yeah you, you need and, to stick with whatever you I want to. You're not even good at what you do. I wanna, so <laughs> don't try to. Don't try to. Damn. <laughs> I want to executive producer credit on these things from now on. You got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back to the story. Shall we get back to the story? Um. Anyway. I wish you uh, would. <laughs> wish it was a story. To Eva tell. got married to Albert Dugan <laughs> in uh, 1894. That was uh, before Albert. the turn of the century, Brandy. Thank you. She bore Albert two children, a daughter, Cecile, in 1895, and a son, Jacob, in 1896. Ooh, they were the marriage, Brandy, was a rocky one. Get out. Albert was Because so many marriages between a 16-year-old and a 40-something-year-old work out really well. Well, yeah, usually they do, but in this case, it didn't. Do they? Do they usually? <laughs> I wonder if he was taught how to drive and... Took out, took her to prom. I don't think there were cars in Well, they might have been. 1896. They were probably maybe a carriage or something. Oh, my God. I am so tired of these kids. Ugh. You know. You know. She was probably Can I just go down to the mall already, please? Oh, my God. The marriage was a rocky one, Brandy. I hate you. Albert was an abusive alcoholic. They always are. Whenever the old men marry the young girls, the drunks, and the, and it, why are they abusive and alcoholics? He's forty three years old. That when he's forty five, he's got really an adult 
the the prettiest thing he's ever gonna touch in his whole life. What the hell's he got to get drunk and mean about? Well, he's got like three kids now. He's got his wife and two other ones. Yeah, but he ain't raising them. Fuck, I ain't even got a job. I mean, he was abusive. He never job. He was an abusive alcoholic and used to beat uh, her in front of her children. Aww. That's not cool. No, that's not cool. Not at cool all. at all. He would demand that uh, Eva would give him money she made as a housekeeper so he could buy alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, that seems legit. Now, Eva had a plan. She secretly saved $200 and hid it in a cookie jar. She wanted to use this money uh, should there be an emergency with her children. So she was working hard, putting, you know, trying to sock back a few bucks, right? She hid the money because she was afraid that Albert would take it and use it to buy booze. Because he would. Do, do Do you watch the show Shameless? No, but no, does it have anything to do with this podcast? Yeah, it's Frank Gallagher. It's and most of our listeners, if anybody listens, most of our listeners are Frank Gallagher. But go ahead. Thank you, Colonel. Um. So anyway, back to where it must. Back story. to the story, Timmy. Thank you. On December twenty second, eighteen ninety six, picture it, Brandy, San Francisco, right before Christmas. Sicily. All right, right before Christmas, eighteen ninety six, which okay. is also before. The turn of the century. I'm just going to sit here and take this all in, Timmy, okay. if you don't mind. Streetcars. Name there's desire. muddy streets. Oh. There's, uh, you know, people walking to and fro. Are you setting up a Jack the Ripper scene? What are you Wasn't doing? Wasn't this when the, and didn't he stumble around the, uh, she stumbled around uh, that guy who was the king of San Francisco? No. It was Emperor uh, the Norton. Norton. Yeah. yeah. And you, no. No. Stupid. And she didn't see Oofty Goofty either. You don't know. Or you Big don't Bertha. Know. That was the same time frame. On December 22nd, 1896, just three days before Christmas, Eva took out a few dollars from the cookie jar of her secret savings to buy her kids a gift for Christmas. Like, a good mother, right? I guess. My mother never did it. Well, when Albert found out about this, he threw a fit, and he demanded to know where she got the money from. He accused Eva of taking money from men, Brandy. Well... Mm-hmm. Sure. That's that's the logical conclusion. Albert, well, he was very jealous, our Albert. Albert beat her relentlessly. Relentlessly? Yeah, relentlessly. there you go. <clears throat> In front of the children. Yeah, and that's not cool at all. Not cool at all. Finally, fearing for her life. She killed him? No, she gave him, uh, she told him about her secret savings. Ah, damn it. She should have taken a hundred or so out before she told him about the secret saving. Well, she right. was getting beat at the time, so <laughs> she probably couldn't call time out. You need to, she, they needed to save for it, for the cookie jar. Albert then went to the cookie jar, took the remaining money, and left the house. Randy, he never returned. Oh, right. So she basically paid him to leave, and I think she got a good deal out she of that. a good deal, yeah. Yeah, except she was now a single mother, two kids, and no way to really support him. Uh, Albert had aban- abandoned Eva and her kids. Soon afterwards, she lost her job as a housekeeper when her employer died. Oh. Uh, this is kind of a sad tale so far. Oh, unable, this. Colonel, unable to find a proper job, Eva turned to prostitution oh. to make the ends meet. Oh, that's yeah. sad, Timmy. I know. Single mom, you know, you have to do what you have to do. But, you know, we, 
here on She clearly didn't have anybody like you to support her. Consider well, prostitution a noble profession. It was prior to Backpage. I do. I, I, you what? Know. Sex workers are noble. I have nothing noble against. Profession. I have nothing against sex workers. They are. I don't have anything against them. I don't know if I would call it a noble profession. As long as they they are not forced into it, if it's of their own volition. I don't know. I still don't know that it's a noble service. If they're over 18 and they're doing it voluntarily and it's their choice, I say more power to them. Yeah, if it's of their choice. That doesn't make it a noble occupation. It is a noble. There's a demand. There's supply. Which is the wiener? Do you know what There's it means? demand, which is Wait the vagina. Do you know what it's economics? Noble, do you economics. know what a noble profession is? Do you know what that means? Yes, one Clearly that serves you don't. people. It's like they're, they're, no. they're penis doctors, in effect. No. Yes, they I, are. I mean, it's as noble as anything. Prostitutes is just as noble as Well, no. I mean, to this day, prostitutes have saved more marriages than any counselors ever have. That's an amazing statement. Would you agree? Would you concur, Timmy? I concur. That's an amazing statement. All right. Struggling to feed her children in San Francisco, um, Eva had heard of job opportunities in Alaska. This is right around the gold rush time. At age 19, she's still young. Mm -hmm. Eva and her children uh, ended up in Juneau, Alaska, Brandy, after trekking north. That's a long-ass walk. Yeah. Uh, trekking north during the Klondike Gold Rush, where she became a cabaret singer and part-time prostitute. Oh, she went part-time. Huh. Yeah, well, she was singing. She, was, she, you know, she, was, she had a dual career with Brandy. Mm. Clearly. So she anyway. She um, was a multifaceted girl. She, she was. Eva struggled. She could <laughs> sing and suck at the same time. Wow. <laughs> it's hard. It's her skills. <laughs> Can you do that again, Colonel? God, you know what? Suck ass. It's hard to sing and give a blowjob at the same time, Brandy. I, you know, okay. Your comment on that? I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Don't think my word for it. That's I clearly am. I've read. Mm-hmm. Sure. She struggled, uh, young Ava, to raise her children, taking any job she could possibly find. During her years in Alaska... She worked as a housekeeper, a babysitter, a nanny, which is kind of the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. A bar- uh, nanny. I think nannies live in a lot of times. Okay. A bartender. An What's an au pair? Au pairs definitely live in. Only yeah. the hotter. An au pair is a bad, bad. With big breasts. Au pair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> au pair. Oh, what a pair. Oh, what a pair there. Yeah, that's that's, I need to get an au pair for Rudy. That's not it. I'm looking for about a, well, I don't know. 29, 30-year-old, it could be of any creed, religion. What are you talking about? He's looking an for an au pair for Rudy. Rudy. Oh, breast. You're looking for breast? Yeah. He's always much. looking for breast. All right. So uh, she worked as a bartender and also cleaning uh, out horses' stables. Well, that's kind of a crappy job. That is a crappy job. Because, um, you know, Colonel, horses have a big wang. <laughs> they do have big wangs. So. Really? Oh, haven't you ever heard the thing hung like I a horse? I have heard, yes. I mean, if it, I, you ever heard, like, hung like a ostrich? I mean, what the fuck's that mean? Because you don't know if ostrich... I'll tell you one thing, though, Timmy. This is interesting. Sweet and it's quick. I doubt if it is. We're at the zoo, because we're going to the zoo Saturday, but we were at the zoo. You're not, because it's going to rain. Zebra comes walking over to the fence to Renee. Uh-huh. Renee's all excited. Uh-huh. So the zebra. zebra unsheaths, Timmy. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it on sheets. What color do you think this thing I was? don't know. Black. His thing was blacker than that coat on that door. All right. And I'll tell you, it's yeah, zebra's got huge dicks on them, Timmy. <laughs> okay, I, I told Renas, I think I'll he likes you. I'll take your word for it. You know what's not a noble profession is <laughs> goddamn podcasting with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you make me feel dirty. Uh, anyway. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know what to you say to that. You travel to third world countries. <laughs> yeah, so that should tell you something when you make him feel dirty. Okay, so most for most of her life, um, Eva would earn, at least in this time period, she would earn a living as a prostitute. That's where she, you know, that was her bread and butter, Randy. Sure. One of her customers beat her so severely that she was given the last rites by a local minister. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. And she would survive that, but she would have difficulty walking the rest of her life. Um, so that she screwed up a dancing career. She I was, uh, yeah, she was a dime dancer too. She was a she was had been described as beautiful, and she had but and she had a cheerful personality that uh, men seemed to like. She made friends easily and was always willing to share whatever she had with others. So she was a very generous person. See, people are dicks. Her youngest child, remember she had two kids there, mm-hmm. Brandy? Her youngest child, yes. Jacob, died of typhoid in 1902. Oh, not the typhoid. That's yeah, a tough way to go. Now, at the time, Eva was so poor that she could not even afford to buy her son a coffin. Aww. The local church donated the money for the burial on the condition that Eva would promise never to sell herself again. Eva, God, uh, damn. Eva, you Eva, should see some pictures of this woman. Eva agreed to this condition, and she remained true to her vow, and uh, never <laughs> again would she sell herself. Yeah, I guess this was not an attractive Prost- woman. <laughs> she was handsome. Was, well, was she? You couldn't pay me to bang her. Look, if you were in Alaska and, and, and you know, ten to one, <laughs> what? Ten to one is the ratio yeah. of men to women. Well, no, no, no. Okay, I'm looking at a picture of when she right. Before well, you she didn't got see her executed. at 19. That, that picture was she was much older. I don't, I don't think so. I think that's what when she was 19. No, she was a handsome woman. Mm. I don't believe so. Anyway, <laughs> they, the church. Anyway, the local minister there said he they would the church would pay for Jacob's funeral. So they blackmailed her if. On the condition that she would not, she yeah, would give up bullshit. prostitution. But she was true to her word. She's in a tight spot, and she remained true to her word for the rest of her life. She never once again, never again, um, you know, sold herself. So that's good. That's bullshit. Uh, she, she <laughs> show me pictures. She never quite got over. What is that? <laughs> That's Come on, people a, can't see. Jess Dugan, her, I don't know who the person is. They put a post, a picture of it. They have boobies. I think that's a boy. Okay, our list, this is a podcast. Uh, we don't have a YouTube channel. Why the fuck are you looking at me? He's the because one Because you're pictures. talking about a picture, then people who are listening have no idea what we're talking about. <clears throat> we'll paint a picture for him, to He's Bob showing Ross. the picture. He's showing. I'm I looking know. for a picture. He's showing it to me, and you, our listeners, cannot see that. This is why. People this is podcasting. In Alaska. If we had a YouTube video, then we could share pictures. But we don't, I don't have think one. we're going to share on YouTube. I'm going to tell listeners, Google Eva Dugan images, and it will make 
it, it, it's, it, it will make you, it'll cause you, you, you peck at the turtle itself. Well, thank you, Colonel. That's very insightful. You always, you, already, you always contribute something to the podcast. Well, she calls, she calls pecker turtling. That's all, all I'm right. saying. But she was a handsome woman at the You're time. A pecker no, turtle. she wasn't. All right. <laughs> let's get back. Pecker back turtle. to the story, Timmy. Back to the thank you, Colonel. So she agrees not to sell herself in exchange for the church helping her bury her son. She never quite got over the loss of her son and would bake him a birthday cake in his memory every year. That's oh, a waste. Yeah, sad, isn't it? Did she eat the cake? <laughs> no, she ate the cake. It was I mean, symbolic, she... you asshole. Well, I mean, it's, if you're going to bake the cake, you, you, you got to eat the cake. You can't just well, she take probably it to the did. He probably didn't even have a grape. Probably didn't even have a headstone. Oh. Unless the church said, we'll throw one in if you don't give the occasional right. blowjob. Whatever you do, do not let me be buried in a white coffin. I do not like white coffins. Okay. Thank you. Why gonna... do you have an opinion on that? I was going to build your coffin in my garage, Timmy. Don't make it white, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, I've seen people have, like, purple coffins and pink coffins. You want coff- purple? No, I want a nice brown or black coffin. I don't want white. I, just, I was, I was going to do blue. pine, Timmy. No. Pine. I, I like pine. Pine is good. Because pine rots quickly. That's, that's fine. And then the worms fine. get to you real quick that's fine. and you're gone. That's fine. There's no white coffin. And then nobody can come and steal Why your body you and violate you. On that? I was thinking about the other day. All right, so. Um, of course you were. <laughs> was it yesterday? <laughs> I think after happy you, thoughts. <laughs> wait, was it yesterday after you fucked up the podcast? <laughs> I was so mad. I, you know, after you know, I was home, I was stressed out over the podcast because we're getting a lot of new listeners because we, you know, we, I, I did had that excellent interview on the podcast we listened to. Emmy winning. <laughs> Emmy nominated, yeah. for sure. And plus our new friends with, um, uh, they walk among us, they retweeted our podcast and, um, you know, and our new friends at Slaughter. So we got a lot of new friends and, you know, bringing in new people to the group. And I wanted this podcast, this next podcast to be really good. And I was so frustrated that when the thing story though screwed up, I was so I took Xanax and I took uh, Tylenol PM like at seven o'clock last night. It's kind of like when you when your grandma has three weeks to live and she comes to your baseball game and you strike out three times. Oh, it was I know it was I was so you know I'm, I'm thinking the all last these thing you did for we got all these new listeners and they're going to walk away because you know 18 minutes into the podcast it stops for an hour and then it picks up with. You know, well, wait a shucks minute. shout outs at the end. <laughs> right. Well, first of all, it kind if of you thought, over your if whole you part. thought that that one yesterday was the one that was going to keep us listeners. <laughs> like, oh, come on. We, we need to reevaluate. You thought that was the hook? We're going to do it. We're going to do that story again. Uh, <laughs> back to Eva. I'd rather do olive oil. <laughs> back to Eva. Literally. We're, doing, we're doing olive Thomas again. I'd rather rather all bang right. olive oil. But go Let's ahead. Uh, go back to Eva. Uh, despite working several jobs to make ends meet uh all right anyway back this year her son dies makes a cake sad sad story yada 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 she continues yada yada (laughs) oh no we're painting that picture timmy now these scripts are researched in the fine works of art these fucking things are literature timmy come on goddamn it come on bob ross paint us a picture (laughs) all right so yada 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 uh script yeah okay so anyway her son dies she bakes him a birthday cake every year sad sad you know but you don't know what she did with the cake i'm guessing she ate it i don't know would you really have to put uh, do you really have to put candles on the case if you're baking it for a dead kid? It's not, I, I, I don't well, know. How many candles would you put on? Like the time it would, he it died would stop, or the right? time he That's would what be. I mean. It would how stop, would right? Be? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, it's a good she, question. Can you Google that? No. Nope. Write that down. I got not, it right here. I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to write it down. Anyway, so no, no kidding. When when uh, her son died, it left uh, she she had a hard time getting over the loss of her son, and that left her with just her daughter Cecile to raise. Uh, despite working several jobs to make ends meet. Um, uh, she would always find time to be home at night to help Margaret with her homework. I'm Margaret. Cecile, Cecile. with her homework. I'm sorry. Cecile, crutches. <laughs> Cecile was a bright student and received almost perfect grades. Cecile had a talent for music and performed for the school and church choirs. So her daughter's talented. By her early teens, it was clear that uh, Eva... Uh, who had, remember, she, she dropped out of school at age nine. Right. Could no longer help her daughter with schoolwork. So her daughter is surpassing her in terms of book smarts. Much like what I've done with Chuck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was around this I time. I didn't have to blow anybody to get money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Don't nothing in here. I don't know. Every episode. I know. We worked I that wish in. you wouldn't. Her econ professor? Yeah. And C plus, sorted affair. C plus, mm. really can't pass the bar. And apparently, she had more than one class with the guy. Yeah, so yeah, it was I, like I, I, three bells a day. Yeah, three bells. Did you a ever day. get sore or tired or what? Now, I think he gave grades based upon brawl size. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, you would have got a well. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to uh, our story. Uh, yeah, so uh, her daughter uh, doing well in school. Um, yada yada. <laughs> uh, Cecile's teacher helped uh, helped her get a scholarship. Oh, I wonder and, if she slept uh, with the teacher. No, no, she was a bright no, student. No, but her mom did. And she was remember uh, she was bright and she had this music talent talent at music. Uh, and she helped her get a scholarship to attend a top a girls' school in New York City. New York City. Yes. Uh, but uh, Eva was torn. She didn't want her thir- now 13-year-old daughter to move away. 13? Yeah, she, she aged. 13 and she's going to a college already? Uh, it's a prep school, I think. Oh, okay. But she was also she also wanted her daughter to have a great education. She's so like, she's torn. She's you know. doogie-doogie. Reluctantly, Eva agreed to let Cecile move uh, to attend school in the East Coast. So she's now alone in Alaska, continuing to work odd jobs and sending most of her meager earnings to her daughter in New York. In the ninth, early 1920s, Eva's health started to decline. She had never completely recovered from the attack she endured by her John. Remember when the guy beat her up? I remember, yeah. She had she suffered from it's chron- just ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> she suffered from chronic back pain, chronic neck pain. She didn't have the Percocets apparently. Didn't she have a pimp? Hmm. I mean, no. She used a cane to steady her walk, so she walked with a gait. And we all, we all walk with a gait. And be awkward. What <laughs> what what we did? What she wasn't aware of is at the time she had picked up. Syphilis. Oh, how'd she not be aware of that? It gives you big canker sores. Later on, it plays a role, but she wasn't uh, Labia meniscus or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Right in the labia meniscus. Yeah, for fuck's sake. You get sores on your labia meniscus. Yeah, can you draw a diagram for our listeners of the vagina? 
She also uh, was suffering from severe wrong. respiratory it problems. Nope, that's wrong. It doesn't have a clown face either. Nope. What vagina are you looking at? Is it, is it smiling? Okay, back to the story. She was suffering from Amazing. severe respiratory problems. It's like Robert Mayfield. Yeah, it kind of looks Maple like a vagina over there. Yeah, kind of looks. You got to admit, it looks like a vagina. It looks like the eye of Saron. Anyway, Eva was this. Uh, Eva was suffering from severe respiratory problems, the result of years of smoking, which is why you got to stop smoking, Brandy. Um, I'm gonna need you to crawl out of my ass. How about that? She was also suffering from the effects of syphilis, which I mentioned, a disease that she attained years before when she worked as a prostitute. She also suffered from depression and uncontrollable anxiety. Much like who? who? <laughs> Let's see. She's got the Bueller. clap. She's depressed, and she. That's, She's like, it's like your twin. <laughs> what happens next there, Brandy? So Please tell us. This sad little lady, now growing old, alone, and in poor physical and mental health, Eva sought a, warm, a warmer client and was offered a job in sunny Arizona as a housekeeper. By Jan- I don't quit doing that. By January of 1927, Eva was in her early 50s and working in Arizona as a housekeeper for Mr. Andrew J. Mathis a wealthy, reclusive rancher. Uh, Mathis was demanding, cranky, and cheap. Well, that doesn't sound like he's a very nice person. He was reclusive? Cranky, cheap, demanding. It's Chuck. (laughs) She was working for Chuck. That's right. He's still drawing vaginas. Yeah, I know. Not well, either. (laughs) I don't think he's ever seen one. (laughs) I don't think he's ever seen a vagina, either. I mean, that looks like something. If I told Noah to draw a vagina... Or a five-year-old. Yeah, I think that's what he would draw. I think Noah would probably have a better grasp of the well, yeah. anatomy than Chuck. I, I never, I've never seen little triangles in the vagina before. And Tim knows his way around a vagina. <laughs> oh, I know vaginas. <laughs> Tim's a vagina connoisseur. Uh, Asian <laughs> vaginas. <laughs> I, no, he's he a regular vagina. That's the Asian vagina. No. That's, Why? That's racist. That. That's awful. Okay, I'm gonna need you to the shut up. Yeah, apologies to our They're smaller. They're smaller Asian people. Listener. Come on, that's not nice. That's the racist thing to say. Asian people are smaller. Not necessarily, and just drop it. Oh no, we gotta there go back. There is no to good ending to this without you going on our Sharpen show and apologizing. <laughs> okay. So, Brandy, please Thank continue. You. Matt, he's going, we're going to have, we're going to, does Al Sharpton have a show? I think so. Because I'd like to go on there. MSNBC, I think. We're going to have to suspend him for a five podcast. I, okay. We'll have a vote on our, <laughs> on our, I think actually what we should do. You know, do, remember, remember when, uh, uh, what's his name, went on Saturday Night Live, uh, the comedian. Uh, oh, that on guy? The Man on the Moon. Andy uh, Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. He went on Saturday Night Live and. They took a vote whether he should be voted off the show or not, and he lost, like, by 82% or something. We're going to have to vote to see if the colonel gets voted <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> My faith. Let's banish him to wherever uh, Fox News banished that Tommy chick. Okay. Tommy they can go chick. hang out. I can, I'm going to go she hang out banished. with Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make, ain't nobody seen her lately. Because I tell you what, you know, you know, one podcast you're not going to get on is Insight. Because we tried to trade you for Allie <laughs> well, and Charlie laughed Allie in doesn't face. even speak American. I don't even know how to 
She okay. got that funny accent. How are you going to put Ali on Let's a show? Let's not. A funny accent? Let's not. She got a straight. All right. Your, your apology tour is going to get longer <laughs> and longer. Well, Mr. Sharpton. Wait a minute. He's sitting there talking. Mr. Sharpton. He's talking about somebody else having a funny accent. For real. He has the accent of a big I, you chicken. Know, I will have you know, I speak the the Queen's English. No, Tim evidently speaks years hat. Ago. That where they used to call wheels wells. <laughs> uh, let's continue with the story. Mathis Randy. and Eva butted heads frequently during the two months that she was in his employ. Mathis even accused Eva of trying to poison him. Well, if you're a dick, then you you know have those issues. An acquaintance of Mathis Mathis's said that he had been present when the man had finally given Eva her walking papers. Mathis Ooh, had told her in no uncertain <laughs> terms road, to leave Jack. the ranch and never return. Aww. A few days after his friend had overheard him banishing Eva from the ranch forever, a group of Mathis's neighbors reported him missing. Hmm. The neighbor had become suspicious when Eva offered to sell him some of Mathis's livestock. You can't, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't sell another man's bull. It raises suspicions. Yes. Uh, she claimed that Mathis had departed for California and had turned all of his property over to her. A notorious tightwad, Mathis wasn't a man who would have willingly turned over his property to a woman who'd only worked for him for a couple of months. Uh, not long after Mathis went missing, Eva also vanished. A search of the ranch by lo local authorities didn't turn up a body, but they did find some troubling clues. What were they, Brandy? Uh, an, an ear trumpet. An ear trumpet. An ear trumpet. An ear trumpet. You say? Hey, hey, hey! You know that podcast we did yesterday. Someone would need an ear trumpet to hear you talk because you you were sound like you were like in the next room. As, you, hey? as opposed to your normal bellowing. Yeah, you you usually bellow quite well. You, you do know, bellow. You're, you're a, a bellow fellow. <laughs> yeah, you're bellow. Compare good fellow. that to his caterwauling. Caterwauling. Little little BGs, Colonel. <laughs> no. It's only That's caterwauling. Words. You know who likes your accent is Rosanna from the They Walk Among Us podcast. I, you know, Rosanna's a woman of distinction and fine no, taste. I think yeah. that she just. And what's that song? She needs to be exposed to more All I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see your eyes, Rosanna. Is that Toto? Rosanna. Toto, yes, Toto did do it. They did it much better. Oh my God! All right, all right, Colonel. Okay, come on. We don't want to lose any more. His ear trumpet is there. His ear trumpet. Man, I wish I had an ear trumpet. They found it in a small stove. That's a panty drop of a ranch. It's a ear trumpet. It's our panty drop. You got to admit that, Brandy. You get a little queasy. I do. A little weak in the knees. A little weak in the knees. All right, so. God, it's like talking to my husband You know, now. if you had two, it would be in stereo. <laughs> You'd true. also look like a bull. All right. All you right. put a marble in them and let them roll down in them, and it really <laughs> fucks them up. They can hear shit then. Carelessly discarded clothing and bits of automobile equipment covered hey. a blood-stained cover for a roadster. Gave the cops little hope that the rancher would be found alive. Okay. So we got a missing rancher Police? here? Yes. We have a missing rancher. Police was baffled. And before before she came along, he was happy. He was a jolly rancher. He was a, jo <laughs> he was a deaf jolly rancher. <laughs> so hold on. What was what was the last thing? Police was baffled. Police was baffled. <laughs> they were beside themselves. It was 
<laughs> well, you show up, you got an ear trumpet, you got blood, and you got a missing rancher, missing Jolly There's Rancher. There's no sign of Andrew Mathis, his automobile, or his housekeeper, Eva. Oh. With no other clues to go on, the police started looking for the 50-year-old Ega Dugan. Right. Eva Dugan. Ega? Ega? Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Whatever. Eh? What you say? <laughs> it was months before Eva was Are finally discovered living in White Plains, New York. <laughs> what? Are you deaf? <laughs> now, you know that was some of Timmy's hillbilly ass relatives. Is where he learned that shit. Dude, I had an uncle. I love my Uncle Dave. But the guy, he could... He would have, he'd have selective hearing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you, you know, you say, oh, it's not supper time or something, he would, like, be all over it. But, you know, right. if you ask him, like, man, can you, you got any money I can borrow? <laughs> like, Hi, yeah, I, I, I think it's supposed to rain this afternoon. Anyways, you know, my stepdad was partially deaf, uh-huh. and it was hysterical because my mom would say something to him, and he would misunderstand what she said. So he would react to that in an answer. And she would not correct the thing. Mm-hmm. It was like this free association thing where she would just react to what he said. And it, it, like, hey, do you do you want to go to Frisch's D? Uh, it's, it's supposed to be raining tomorrow. Hey. It's not supposed to be raining tomorrow. I checked the weather. It's supposed to be sunny. I don't. We, we have to take that car in to be checked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just. It was these surreal things that my, you had to be on LSD to understand. <laughs> my dad was in the Air Force. He was a mechanic or something. And he is, he's deaf as a post. But, of course, you know, Dad, if you had your hearing checked, you know, I went to the VA. They checked my hearing. They said my hearing's fine. Did the VA really say your hearing was fine, Dad? What? Well, I don't know. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> What'd you say? Shot who? That was always a big one for him. Yeah. Shot who? He needs uh, ear trumpet. Ear trumpet. Let's get him an ear trumpet. Tried, let's well, pitch in. He'll love that. We'll get a GoFundMe page for an ear trumpet. All right, so Eva, Eva was finally discovered living in White Plains, New York. She'd moved there to be closer to her daughter, who now had a successful career as a musician. Oh, Cecile. That's uh-huh. great. That's when great. the police went to question Eva, they found her former employer's car parked nearby. No, that doesn't look good. No, mm. none of it does. Eva was arrested and returned to Arizona to face auto theft charges. Not being able to afford an attorney, Eva quickly became convicted. Uh, was quickly convicted. Whatever. She was a woman of conviction. She was. Yeah. So she's 50 years old at this point. Yes. And, Eva. I mean, never was in any trouble, but now I she's... I know, because we've been through almost her whole story. She's now in the joint. Yeah. Eva, who claimed that she had been She's working, in the pokey, eh? She, took, she should have took the ear trumpet. <laughs> she's... A lot of people use them for sexual pleasure, Kurt. (laughs) A lot of people do? Well, maybe somebody did. It would be cool to be able to play the trumpet with your hoo-ha. That would be cool. (laughs) Eva. (laughs) One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> Louis Lipstrom. <laughs> Yo, you have to have really good lip control to be able to play. A harmonica? I saw where a woman uh, played, oh, uh, played with a, a vagina. Oh, played a harmonica with a coochie? But, yeah. Oh, that's, that's talent. That is talent. America's uh, yeah. Was she yeah. America's no, Got but Talent? She should have been. <laughs> she should have been. Yeah. I saw a girl on America's Got Talent. No, wait, America's Got Talent. I don't know. Kosovo has talent or something. <laughs> she played the piano with her toes. Really? I see. It's amazing. Uh, that's, not, that's not hard. That's not easy to do. Yeah, and sing. I oh. seen somebody play beer pong with their vagina. Okay. They win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she could pop a, a, a ping yeah. pong and, ball you know, out in, of there. In Thailand, they have ping pong shows. And mm-hmm. they also shoot darts out of the vagina. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they'll shoot darts out and pop balloons. It's weird as hell. Now that's crazy. It is. Do the feathers get caught? I don't know. But they also put, like, razor blades inside of them. Ah! Oh, yeah. It's it's a thing. It's like that post the other day. I told you, vaginas have teeth. We were, yeah. Somebody ran across a... Under 1%. Vaginas dented tight. It's under 1%, I think. Under 1%. Yeah. Continue, Brandy. So you oh. were, were talking... You were, spe- you hey. were ta- you, Yeah. We didn't hear you, Brandy. Come on. <laughs> Eva. She gets frustrated easy. Eva claims Really, she... to being on a comedy podcast, you get frustrated a lot. Well, she can't seem to stay on task, Jimmy. She can't. She's all over the place. You're, yeah. That's so why like, I write the scripts. So I hope you give her something to follow. I know. You try to paint a picture for the girl, and even if you do color by numbers, she can't get it right, Jimmy. I know. It's... <laughs> Really needs to like go to podcasting school or something. <laughs> is there a podcast? If there is, I'm signing her up because <laughs> she can't follow a script. That's why I, got, I write scripts. Remember, when we started this; we didn't even have scripts. No, we did. Columbia and Podcasting School. It was just, it was just, you know, we just did it, you know, off the top of our heads. But I can't depend on her. <laughs> no, that's why we had to have scripts, and now she can't even follow those. So continue, don't yeah. Please read what's on that piece of paper in front of you. And are you to- sure that's what you want me to do? <laughs> And try to bring it to life. Could yeah. You, I Put mean, a little energy into it. It feels like you're mailing this one in. You police was baffled. <laughs> <laughs> they were baffled. No, they weren't were baffled. They was baffled. Okay. All right. All right. So she claims that she'd been working for Mr. Mathis when he went away overnight and never returned. Okay. That sounds like a reasonable explanation. She claimed that she reported Mr. Mathis' disappearance to the local police, but they refused to file a report claiming he was a grown-ass man. <laughs> Eva claimed... I believe she deviated from the script. <laughs> Eva claimed... No, I think actually she said that. Okay. <laughs> I think they told her... Well, she, they told her she, he was a grown man, and yeah. he could do whatever he wanted, and they weren't going to go around chasing him. Yeah, clearly, yes. Yeah. Eva claimed she waited several weeks for his return, but low on funds and food, she finally had to leave. Well, she can't stay there forever. She tried to file a second report, uh, but again, the police turned her away. She took the car only after Andrew Mathis had been gone for several weeks. She drove cross-country to New York to be closer to her daughter. The judge called bullshit and sentenced her to three to six years uh, in the Arizona State Penitentiary. Eva, now sick and old, cried every night in her cell for the first several weeks. But slowly, she began to adjust to life inside of prison. 
well, what's not to love? She's got a place to stay. She's, well, got, she's got food. I mean, this is a woman that's never been in trouble before. So, you know, Whatever. 50 years old and you you're in, end up in the joint. Nearly. It's not like you and your softball. You're used to lesbianism, <laughs> stuff like that, right, Colonel? Yeah, I mean, you do get used to it, I, I suppose, after a while. You tell us, Devil. I don't know. I never did the lesbian thing before. Is it something that... you never done the lesbian thing before? No. I'm shocked. Can you tell me more about how you've never been a lesbian? <laughs> well, I mean, you have. Huh? What? You have? No. You was on a softball team. Have you never experimented? No, I've never. No. Really? No. Yeah, come on. She played I mean, softball. I like, like kissing or something. No. Leave me alone. Pillow fights. No. Yeah. Pillow fights. Rubbing your breast against each other. Yeah, taking a shower and, rub- and shampooing each other's hair. No. Doing each other's Oral fingernails. <laughs> Doing each other's fingernails? Mm-hmm. Have you done that for each other? Because that counts as lesbian. Best I lesbian. have a lady that does my fingernails. Oh, All so right. you're having a lesbian yeah. encounter every few weeks there. Yeah. Okay. She makes an appointment. It's mm-hmm. prostitution. Yeah, it is I don't even, it's walk-in. <laughs> it's lesbian, pro- it's walk-in. Oh, it's walk-in. Oh, you got one of those cheap, cheap ones. All right. Yeah. All right, so nearly a year after Mathis had disappeared, a camper on the property near the ranch noticed an odd depression in the soil. Hmm. The camper scraped away some of the topsoil, and after a minimum of digging, he unearthed the skeleton of a man. Tattered clothing and hair on the skull indicated that the body discovered in the shallow grave was that of A.J. Mathis. Okay, so they got a body now. Yes. Okay. I think I said that. I read what you wrote. Thank you. Once Mathis's body had been discu- had been found, Eva had some explaining to do. However, you got some explaining to do, Eva. Lucy. <laughs> However, she denied having anything to do with his death. Okay. She told cops that if she had been responsible for his death and subsequent burial, she'd have buried she'd have buried him deep, en- deep enough he'd have never been found. Well, you got to remember she was also physically a physical wreck at this point too. Right. So. Far from convincing, her denial sounded more like a woman trying to extricate herself from a capital murder charge than one proclaiming her innocence. Eva finally settled on a story and stuck with it. She alleged that she met a young man named Jack outside of a local restaurant. Handsome Jack. The two started mm-hmm. a conversation, and Eva told him that he could get a job on Mathis's ranch. Jack went directly to the ranch, where he was employed on the spot. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, his first day on the job didn't quite turn out the way he'd planned maybe things would have been different if jack had known how to handle the basics mathis took umbrage when jack failed to milk a cow as he'd been directed well you got to know how to milk a cow the colonel has a lot of experience with mm-hmm. milking cows how do you do it colonel how do well, you first, you, first you grab you gotta you gotta get under that timmy and you gotta have the hands warm yeah i've got, I've got nipples greg can you <laughs> milk me <laughs> So you grab the udder. You grab the tweet, Tim. Oh, the teat, Tim. The tweet. The teat. Yeah. The no, teat. that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. That's all a right. different kind of milking. And you, it's a, it's all in the. You start it with your baby finger and uh-huh. you work your way up. Ah, I see. You treat it's like a massage, like a gentle lover. You're massaging uh-huh. the teat, there, Timmy. Okay. And then uh, I wish the listeners could see you in your hand movements right now. <laughs> <laughs> this like is a podcast. He's really you can't in, see anything. He's really You're talking about how you're listening. No, but I mean, I can't. You gotta, you gotta make the, you gotta make the cow look forward to being milked. Yeah, I see, Carl. You know, because if you just go in there and start, it's you just don't want to be grabbing them. 
That's rude. No, I mean you well, rub the you udders the tweet. and whatnot. You know the big sack. You rubbed that for you a little bit. You have multiple tweets. It's, it's well, like, no. It's like four plates. There's only one tweet. Cow, and then you just you, you massage the milk out. You don't just <laughs> one tweet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're not, you're not trying you to pull the teats off. Uh, outlets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you get the good or, milk. Too. Or inlets, as the case oh, may be. Whatever, but you got multiple nipples. That's, uh, <laughs> that's impressive to have one breast with so many nipples, Colonel. All this right. is. So, Mathis complained, if you can't milk a cow, what the hell are you good for? He's <laughs> got a point. And, hey. Mathis, and Mathis hit Jack. Decked him. He hit him. He decked him. Handsome young Jack. man. Quickly recovered from the blow and hit Mathis back, who fell to the ground and didn't get up. Uh, Eva insisted that she and Jack had tried unsuccessfully to revive Mathis. She also claimed that she wanted to go for aid, but that Jack told her if she didn't get if she didn't help him get Mathis's body into the car so he could dispose of it, he'd leave her to face the music on her own. Yeah. Eva's story had more than a few holes in it, and the biggest one being Jack. Yeah, because they couldn't find this guy. Not everyone was convinced that the young man had actually ever existed because only one person was ever found who could, who could corroborate Eva's statement. Well, who? seems like one person Eva. would be enough. Well, that she doesn't count. She can't corroborate her own statement. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. It's a stupid she, was the only one, she was the only one who ever saw well, She can't Jack. corroborate her own shit. All right. Just as Just Eva was being charged with A.J. Mathis's murder... A young, dark-haired, or a young, dark-haired young man was confessing to a grisly child murder. I wanted to stress the fact that he was young. Yes. To a grisly child murder in Los Angeles. The young man was the infamous slayer, Edward Hickman, a.k.a. The Fox. The Fox. Hickman had kidnapped, murdered, and dismembered 12-year-old Marion Parker. Arizona investigators began to suspect that Hickman had been Jack in Eva's story. Hickman insisted he'd been in Phoenix for a few days prior to Mathis's disappearance and that he'd also been in Kansas City during the same time that Eva said she'd dropped Jack off. <laughs> in, in that city. Dropped Jack off, Colonel. On her way to New York. When Eva was shown <laughs> photographs of Edward Hickman, she said she thought he and Jack were one and the same, but she wasn't absolutely certain. Even if Eva had been sure to have been sure about the identity of Edward slash Jack, L.A. cops were not about to allow anyone to interfere with the murder charges against him. Yeah, it was a pretty famous murder. Although Hickman was never charged in the Mathis case, the Fox was hanged for Marion Parker's murder on October 19, 1928. Well, she's in quite the pickle now because she's the only one left. Yes. Meanwhile, in a hasty trial, Eva was tried and convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to death. The only thing that could have saved her from execution would have been a successful insanity plea. Two doctors testified that her mental state had been compromised due to the inroads made by a disease she contracted more than 30 years ago. The clap. The syph syphilis. Mm -hmm. She was syphilitic. Ooh, despite the medical Syphilitic. Yeah. It's yowza, yowza, yowza. <laughs> despite the medical testimony, <laughs> jury determined that Eva was indeed sane and plans for her execution continued. Aww. Because she had no wish to be buried in the prison cemetery, Eva made and sold embroidered items so that she would have enough money to pay for a proper burial. She also wired her father and asked him to send her $50 to help her pay for her funeral. As the date of her execution drew nearer, Eva asked the warden what she should wear to her hanging. 
she actually made a lot of friends with the guards and the staff and the warden there. She was, she was kind of, they, they liked her. He advised her not to wear any of her best things, so the handmade, lovingly embroidered silk shroud she created for the occasion was set aside to be used later for her burial. It was during the long hours leading up to her hanging that Eva was visited by Mother Benton from the Union Rescue Mission in Los Angeles. Mother Benton believed that Eva's soul had been saved as a result of their prayers. Eva remained stoic as she walked to her place of execution. She even recited an ironic bit of poetry. We came into this world all naked and bare. Where we're going, the Lord only knows where. If we're good fellows here, we'll be good fellows there. She was a poet. <clears throat> well, and not a good one. <laughs> no, come on. Really? It didn't even rhyme. What happens next, Colonel? Well, there was was a big sensation here, Timmy, and it was created by Eva a short time before she was taken from the death cell when she voluntarily surrendered to her two women guards a safety razor blade and a small vial presumed to contain poison. Eva had planned to kill herself prior to her execution, depriving the state of its murder. What do you think? Would if you if you were uh, if you were had a death sentence? Look, if you were facing a death sentence, would you uh, take your own life if you could? If I had a razor blade, I would open up my wrist, Timmy. Okay, well that's what she before was. I was going to get hanged. Yeah. yeah. Um, her request uh, that she be given something for her back pain had been denied by prison authorities. Now that just seems fucked up. You're going to hang somebody. You're going to you know, make them feel a little bit good before you get there. Yeah. The assistant warden told her that she wouldn't have to worry about her pain much longer, Jimmy. Oh, that's kind of cool. That sounds like a prick right there. <laughs> Brandy, is that the prick thing to say? It would be kind of a dick move. Yeah. Maintaining her innocence until the end, Eva seemed to come to terms with her fate. She had made a great many friends in prisons with guards and inmates alike. Eva remained awake during all of her last night on Earth in company with the prison chaplain, and a few friends from the out, outside the prison, and another woman prisoner. Hmm. I think there was some. Uh, I think there might have been a little lesbianism uh, I going don't think on. So. She was. She. She was already fifty, Colonel. Well, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. So she could. Do women have pepper. sex after fifty? Hmm. Do women have sex after fifty? Um, ten percent of them do. Ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent of them do. All yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know that's why that's why we really can never uh, we can never suspend uh, the Colonel Brandy because he brings a lot of uh, uh, information and knowledge to, to our podcast that we would not normally have. Yeah, huh. we have a lot of women listeners and they don't really know about women, so I have to explain women to them. Yeah, really. they get confused. Yeah, they. And, well, you know, you're going to have to post your picture of the vagina that you draw on it because it's it's quite the interesting uh, work of art. Hmm. I, I think you really you have you ever thought about you know this uh, should go in Grey's Anatomy, the <laughs> book. Have you ever thought about you know uh, maybe work starting your own studio, art studio because that is an amazing. That looks like a stick uh, stick man's vagina. <laughs> no, it's, it's a pretty it's a pretty accurate description, only, I, depiction only. I don't know what that little nubby thing is at the top top of the vagina. I don't know what they call that. Um, Well, the little man in the boat? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to post a picture of that and post it on the page because it's quite the work of art there. So, she was apparently unmindful um, of the death watch that paced 
Apparently, she was unmindful of the death watch unmindful. that paced firmly back and forth outside her cell. While the hands of the clock raced toward the fatal hour when she was to pay her debt to society. That, and that was beautiful to me. That <laughs> moved you. me. That thank moved you. me right there. Thank you, Colonel. That was a lot better than Olive Thomas. <laughs> it was a lot better than that fucking script yesterday, yeah. <laughs> um, at Ms. Dugan's request, she and her guests were served some orange Kool-Aid. Hmm. Oh, she drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I like orange Kool-Aid myself. I'm not a fan. Well, it says orange drink, but I'm going, guessing Kool-Aid. What she really needed was the Kool-Aid been, guy to break through been, the wall and get out. That would have been badass. <laughs> yeah. That, if she could have said, I cool. want some orange Kool-Aid, and he would come busting <laughs> through the jail cell, and she would have gone running. Yeah. But, well, of course, she was crippled and shit, so she couldn't get away. So Yeah. She was pretty much fucked. But there was no outburst of emotion from the doomed woman when Warden Wright and his assistants called her to the cell that morning, summoning her to begin the solemn death march. She lit a cigarette and inhaled deeply as she passed the corridor and joked with the guards as a dead woman as walking party near the execution chamber. It was a misty morning and a light rain was falling in the bit of open courtyard through which she was led from her cell into the I can I can picture it in my head here, Timmy. That was beautiful. <laughs> Eva <laughs> Dugan left instruction to send her trunk and a few personal belongings to a cousin at Western her trunk, like her body or her trunk? Well, no, like no. with for her clothes, her, belongings. Her, 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 her belongings. Yeah. Now, among numerous telegrams and letters received by Ms. Dugan at the condemned cell was a telegram from her daughter, Miss Cecilia Lovelace, uh, who would later go on. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> okay. Don't. She Did she change her name to Linda? No. <laughs> she was a New York magi magi magician. Whatever. Musician, yeah. One of the street musicians? The magicians? telegram dated... <laughs> the telegram dated South Bend, Indiana. Now, is that That's a date? before or after January to me? Come on, come on, come on. What the fuck? It's dated South Bend, Indiana? It was dated. It was stamped. Okay. Stamped South Bend, Indiana. Well, that, those are like, that's not even a misspelling. I mean, those are different fucking words. Like, they're not even by each other. They're not even by each other in the dictionary. <laughs> it was Jesus dated Christ. South Bend. Stamped, dated, whatever. <laughs> it said, my dear mother, my dear mother, be brave. God is with you. All my love, I shall pray for you. Now. Best wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Right. Where the fucked up? You're, going, right you're facing the death penalty and your kid sends you a telegram. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> right back soon. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You can't. <laughs> yeah, never mind. She ate a dozen fried oysters and two boiled eggs for her last meal. Ew. Her order Ava of... Ava her daughter? His, <laughs> Be specific. Her, her, she did. Okay, Ava. Her Ava. order of three T-bone steaks and two lamb chops for breakfast remained untouched. Well, she probably had an appetite when she ordered it, but then when she got it, she realized that she was going to be hanged. And probably like she didn't realize it before. Well, I don't know. You know, if I ever get to Destin's, you know what I want for my last meal? What? A unicorn steak. Yeah. Oh, I think. You and I'm just gonna eat. sit there until they bring it to me. I'm gonna be like, no, you promised me a last meal. Until you give me a unicorn steak, we gotta stay here. You get yeah, a don't listen. You get a Salisbury steak instead. <laughs> I could beat the system at best. I believe I could beat steak. the system. So anyway, 
she ate that. She didn't eat the three T-bone steaks. She wasn't a Fred Flintstone. The execution was big news in Arizona as Eve was, was about to become the only woman ever to be hanged in the state. The execution was witnessed by 100 people who crowded into a small chamber that was only fit for 50. Eva uh, apparently, so it, was, it was a big deal. She was trying to appear in higher spirits than any member of the group. And uh, I don't. she said, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm on my way. I don't cross. know where I'm going. Two of the oh, women you're singing in now. the party. I get, we got, we got two, but I, got I sure know where I've been. All right, that's enough. What? Enough of the singing. Two of the women guards in the party left. We're coming to the, the climax here. Let's pay attention. Yes. <laughs> and I'm this is important. This is important. She affectionately kissed them a last goodbye, slipping just a bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> stay with the script, Colonel. Just I love everyone connected with this prison, she said. You have all been good to me, and I cannot blame you for what the law is going to do to me. No, she really can't. Now, at that moment, a rainbow over the Arizona desert sunset brought tears to her up. eyes. <laughs> I'm trying to paint a picture. Oh, my God. What happened next, girl? But her stoic calm otherwise was undisturbed as during the hour of that morning when she was led slowly up the steps to the end of the road. Goddamn, how many steps were there? It was like this Easter oh. march up the steps. Right, or continue, something. Colonel. When she walked firmly up the 13 iron steps to the death trap, mm. she said her last farewell to the warden, warden Wright, and in a few minutes, her life was a closed book. That's a beautiful metaphor there, Timmy. Thank you. On five, at 5 a.m. on February 21, 1930, wearing a homemade silk shroud, a composed Eva Dugan mounted. She decided not to wear that. She, she mounted she the gallows. She mounted. She mounted the gallows That's at dirty. the state prison in Florence, Arizona. The shroud was removed at the suggestion of the warden. As it turned out, it was fortunate that Eva took the warden's advice and didn't wear the homemade silk shroud to the hanging. On February 21, uh, Eva Dugan was the first and last woman to be legally hanged in the state of Arizona. To quote one witness, Eva Dugan died like a man. Yeah. Given an opportunity to make a final statement as the black cap was adjusted, she merely shook her head to the negative. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I even tempted to say. Warden man. Wright clasped her hands and said, God bless you, Eva. Goodbye, Daddy Wright. Those, ooh, I don't like that one. <laughs> Goodbye, Daddy Wright. I wonder what the warden was doing in those cells. Oh. Those were her last words. Now, the, the executioner here, he, this, he hadn't hung many people, and hanging people's a tricky business, Timmy. See, so he had a miscalculation. Oh, this doesn't sound good. And when she fell through the trap at the end of the rope, her neck was not broken. Uh-oh. What happened? But she did not dangle there, for she was decapitated. Ugh. So, Ava's head comes off. Well, I believe her head probably stayed. Her body came off. Okay. Her death was instantaneous, for the rope, when it snapped at the end of the drop, severed her head from her body. Ugh. And her decapitated... It was a ghastly sight. It was... Her decapitated head, Timmy, rolled within a few feet of nearly the 100 witnesses all of whom shot themselves and fled in terror. <laughs> so they, these witnesses are there gathered to see this execution. Yeah. She gets hanged. Her head comes off and rolls up to, yeah. to, to, to the witnesses. <laughs> yeah. And they take, they, they take off. <laughs> yeah. 
one person tried to kick it back over to the thing. It's <laughs> a ghastly sight, Brandy. Three years after another. <laughs> Come on, that's not funny, Colonel. Come on, you gruesome ass. I mean, you go to see a woman hanged, but all of a sudden a head pops off and it terrifies you. I mean, what the fuck? It's like, oh, that's just too much. Yeah, but it's like, rolling toward you. It would creep you out a little bit. Well, I mean, that's the kind of chance you take when you go to an execution. If you're going to a firing squad, you can't get all pissed off if one of the bullets ricochet comes back and hits you. Yeah, you know that's a I fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, so. So anyway, her head rolls off. And like a soccer ball just came across the courtyard. And uh, even. <laughs> the hangman walked over and was like, oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad, dog. Picked up the head, put Aww. it in a garbage bag, and laid it with the body. While Aww. newspaper photographers were snapping pictures. Of the decapitated corpse. Oh, oh yeah. Poor Ava. <laughs> now, don't forget Ava. she killed somebody here. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure about that, but go ahead. She, well, thanks in part to this ghastly scene, sure she, Arizona... She, she was physically able to. Arizona, oh, she killed him. Oh, you don't know. Arizona that. replaced the gallows with the... I, now, thanks in part to this ghastly scene, Arizona in 1934 replaced the gallows with the Western state's Hot new technology, the gas chamber. Yeah. So, you, so you gas Dugan would be the last female client of the state. <laughs> this hangman just fucked up bad. He was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's looking down at his piece of paper like, eh. well, you know what? She told me she weighed 150 pounds. I Clearly felt bad. You know, I felt bad me. because they screwed up the podcast yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't cause nobody's head to pop off. <laughs> that we know of. Now, another woman, Ruth Judd, just merely, narrowly missed Eva's fate. Now, Judd, who is Ruth Judd? Um, she was Naomi Judd's great, no, great... No, we did a podcast on her, remember, Ruth Judd? We did 200 podcasts. How far... <laughs> she, she, she was a mur- murderess, too. I'm with you. I think she's related to Winona Judd. Yeah. No, she was not. So, anyway, they switched to the gas chamber. She did have a better coffin than provided by the state for hang murders um, for... By her sale of head beadwork and collected 50 cents a piece from each of the visitors in a condemned cell, Eva Dugan raised the money to purchase a more, purchase a more elaborate casket. Good for her. I hope it yeah. wasn't white. Well, had she known, she could have purchased a casket that was a foot shorter than yeah. she actually bought. But um, <laughs> alone in his little she cottage. She like a bowling ball bag as well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> William McDaniels, her father, received news that his daughter had been hanged. Um, he had given up hope that she would be saved from the gallows. He declared his grief uncontrollable. She was innocent of that crime. I don't believe she was innocent of that crime. I think she was. I don't, I don't think she was think... physically able to kill anybody. <clears throat> I mean, she could barely And I walk. know somebody's going to read this or hear this and say, oh, what an insensitive bunch of pricks they are. But you know what? Three horrible people. <laughs> Three horrible people best avoided. But let's not forget. They was going to kill her one way or another. Yeah, I don't think she. Yeah, but I don't think she was guilty. I think an innocent. Well, I don't. She probably woman, wasn't guilty. She, an innocent woman, uh, was hanged. Uh, Brandy, your final thoughts on uh, Eva Dugan? Uh, you know, she, she. Yeah, I got nothing. 
I, just, I don't have anything. Not emotionally invested yeah, in any of these podcasts. It seems like you distance yourself from this podcast. I mean, you're not here. Yeah. Devil. I mean, you're just not, you know, to listen. You're not emotionally invested no, it's in these like, stories. It's kind of like. How do you expect our listeners to be invested in these stories when you're not emotionally invested yeah. in them? I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it's not like we're giving you grades or right. anything, you right. know. Yeah. But. I got yeah. nothing. Did you I even am. listen to me and Timmy? I, I, I mean, she, no. apparently she didn't. I quit listening the, to you guys a while ago. Did the thing about the sunset and her crying movie at all? No, no, no. It she, she's just heartless. Is she? I mean, are you a person? Are you even a person? Or are you, you some kind of soul. bot? Yeah. Do you have a soul? Have you sold your soul? No, she steals people's souls. Are you about done, <laughs> Colonel? What's your final thoughts on the? Uh, Tragic life of one Eva Dugan. Well, I think they need to train hangmen better, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, because, I mean, there's a whole physics thing it's like about the hangman from Shrek that took care of this lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, you know, the rope used to stretch so much that the person's feet would hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it wouldn't stretch enough. You always shot yourself. <laughs> you always shot yourself. Sometimes a poor bastard be. I, and I actually, she was better off than one of those bastards that dangled for twenty five minutes before they died. Yeah, at least it was instantaneous. You know, this usually when you lose your head, it's pretty instantaneous. It's pretty Although instantaneous. they say sometimes you're, you're alive for like three seconds or something. <laughs> well, the, her last words went on. Her last words weren't on the gallows. It was when she was on the ground, <laughs> and her last words were, "What the fuck? What the hell are you doing to my head?" So they what, say you now, like at the guillotine, like the mm-hmm. like the, there's a few seconds there, but the time that your head is cut off, to but, the time yeah, you because you got, don't have you oxygen brain to the brain. For, yeah, I, and you know what? I would like. I wonder if if they could get you. See, that would get your vocal cords, so you wouldn't be able to. Say no, you wouldn't anything. be able to say anything. But but you, it, you, like, you could look around. If I was in, you, you know, be cool, like wink at somebody. That's what I would tell somebody. I'd be like, okay. You know, you know, war pals and everything, and but you're gonna get executed anyway. So could you just do me this one favor? If you, if you, I'm gonna be standing right there. Just blink twice. Yeah. Just blink twice for me. Yeah. And That'd be good, Brandy. You gotta admit that. She wasn't listening. She's not emotionally invested in this. She's podcast. not even here. emotionally invested in the two of you. <laughs> so if we could. All right. Let's get to our listener of the week. I am emotionally invested in her, though. Okay. So very well. So our listener of the week is Mary Ray. Mary Ray is wonderful, and in case you don't know, Mary Ray makes Afghans, and they are beautiful. They're outstanding Afghans. Wonderful Afghans. She makes. They're very. And let's warm. make when we say Afghans, we're talking about like a blanket, not like, like a, a, a person blanket. living in Afghanistan. Yes. Or a big furry dog. Yeah. Right. Yes. All of that yeah. is true. Jesus Christ. Um, no, they're beautiful. They're. They beautiful. are beautiful. She makes. Um, I've got one that's got the History Dweebs logo guy on it and a UK blanket. Tim's got a Bengals one, mm-hmm. and then you've got a you've got a Broncos one, don't you? I do not have one. Oh well, okay. you suck. So I I forgot about it. I, I'm going to have to order a Broncos one. Yeah, I she de- well, she doesn't like you. So anyway, so they're wonderful, and if you are interested, she's got some posted out there. Um, but if you're interested, shoot her a, a email at lakes. 50 l-a-k-l-a-k-e-s 50 dot m-r at gmail.com okay and um and let her know she's she could do just about anything you want uh she is from saranac lake new new york uh she's got two daughters 
Samantha and Amanda. And they'll probably be listening to this podcast, so hi, Samantha. Yes, hello. Hello. Uh, I'm sorry, what were hello, the names, girls. Samantha? Samantha and Amanda. Amanda, okay. Okay. Uh, she has retired from doing retail, and she was in the Coast Guard for 10 years. Yes, thank you for your service. Thank Very you right. for your service. I didn't know. Uh, she said she's been listening to us since the inception, and her favorite episodes are the first four, four or five because those are the ones that got her hooked. Uh, she wants to give was, Tim. Was Chuck on those podcasts? I don't think so. She wants to give Tim podcast. and Brandy a shout out. Oh, thank you, Mary. Ray. Because we never get them. And thank without you, us, there would be no laughter in many of the listeners' everyday lives. You hear that, Chuck? Hold on. She's not giving me a shout out? It doesn't look like it. Sorry. Sorry, Chuck. Okay, that's fine. That's fine, Mary Ray. That's fine. I'm good. I mean, it says your name here, but I don't think she oh, meant it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think she meant it at all. Um, she uh, She's very excited to be listener of the week. Um, and when she first received the invite, she was with her sister-in-law, who had never heard of podcast. And now she's hoping that she will subscribe. So absolutely subscribe yes. to podcasts. They're wonderful. There are so many good ones out there. So that is Mary Ray's... Listener, Listener of the week. of the week. Excellent. And, um, we need to have intro and outro to that. Yeah. We, we're going to choose a new listener every week, uh, and we're going to do a little profile on them so that we can thank you for listening because we really appreciate it. And the colonel is going we to give do, us. Like when we start, I could do listener no, of the no. week. No, no, but you could do shout outs, colonel. Let's do some shout outs here, Timmy. Let's, do, let's start here with some new listeners. All righty. Um, we got Kaz Every. Kaz, thank you for joining us. Um, the lovely, and I believe, and she's got a small profile picture. I believe she, we might have added another ginger to Team Colonel. Okay. Um, Rosanna Fitton. From the They Walk Among Us they podcast. They Walk Among Us. Um, yes. The you know, hottest podcast in Great Britain. Yeah, apparently it's a yeah, big deal. It is a very big deal. Um, but, you know, we're very pro-ginger here. Mm-hmm. Jasmine um, Whitney. And and Rosanna, thank you very much because she said my fav- my accent was her favorite accent of all accents. Yeah, well, I, so she's she a, really a, needs obviously to a woman of taste and refinement. Google Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> There's a lot there that's similar. Brianna Miera and Belinda Hu um, at Z U H, but I'm saying Hu because I'm going with the Czech version. Brooke Johnson and we got Lucy Slaughter, Emma Slaughter, Lucy and Emma Slaughter. Lucy yeah, and Emma uh, the, uh, from the Slaughter Podcast, yeah, the Slaughter which is podcast. a very, very funny podcast in Great Britain. One of my favorites. If you haven't checked out Slaughter, please do. It's hilarious. Uh, Casey Wilcox is a new one. Cheryl Pierce is not a new one, but I, I had not put her on there, so I apologize, Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl's a nice lady. Monroe Blake, Lori McNally, Josh Hill, Lauren uh, Marer, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Stroop gave us a shout-out on podcasts we listen to, so we deeply appreciate that. Yes. Kim. Thank you very much, Kim. Um, Jennifer Svoda just had a post here that she appreciated our shout-out, and I mangled her name. I cannot imagine that. Yeah. Jennifer. Jennifer. So she's Jennifer. From now on, Jennifer, you are Jennifer Samoan. It's easier for me to say. Jennifer Samoan. So people just need to change their names so that you can say them. Yeah, if they just change them to regular names. Regular names. Um, Kimberly Cambron. Yes, Kimberly. 
very who's also um, a Patreon supporter. Thank yeah, you, Kim. But you know what? I'm not cool because Kim said last night that dibs is not a legal thing. Dibs is legal. Are you talking? It's about recognized that? in several states. Yeah, in Ohio, I believe common law says dibs is yeah. uh, binding. I think once you get rid of the validity of dibs, then it's, it's anarchy. It's anarchy. Chaos. Society falls apart. Well, clearly. Yeah. Um, let's see who we got. Um, we got, of course, the lovely Tasha and Miss Ophelia. Uh, Tasha out there in California. Yeah, and we're going through half of these at a time. And beautiful yeah. Katya, Olivia Maya, Donna Kern, Aaron Wentz. We hope you're doing good. Phyllis Munson, um, Byron Snellings and Bridget. Gina Spillane, Laura O'Reilly, Donna Hellman. Um, let's see. Christine, Timmy. Bourgeois. That's right. Katie Moorhead. Very funny, lovely girl. Cheryl Musku. Becky Mitchell, Vicki Ann Wallace. Nick and Nicholas Stahl, who won that competition, yes, won that comedy uh, competition. Nicholas won the Albuquerque uh, Make Me Laugh contest. He's a brilliant comedian he's got some stuff on youtube check him out it's nicholas star with two r's yep very thank funny, you for listening man. nicholas and we're very proud of you neil eagleton rebecca montanle um let's see christina montana of course um, happy birthday to jeremy collins of podcast we listen to oh okay jeremy happy birthday to you fiona crisp um let's see we got who do we not get? Tammy Ennis. Tammy is very active on our page. Thank you, Tammy, for all you do. Kelsey Fro, Brandy Deese. Um, we move on. Al, Diane, we, we mentioned her. History mm -hmm. Goes Bump. Uh, History Goes Bump. I listened to it this weekend. Uh, they had She had a podcast on um, Bobby Mackey's. Oh, did she? Yeah. It was really good. Danielle Jones. Danielle Jones from Between Us Girls. Between I us keep girls. waiting for them to invite me on their show. I, Why would they do that? Because I'm entertaining, I'm engaging, and not I'm enchanting. But you're not I'm enchanting. I believe oh. that they will. You get between probably, them. That's yeah, between us between, girls. There's four of them. them. They could invite both of us. Hmm. And they, I think yeah, if Danielle Jones really loved me like she says she does, she would invite me on that podcast. Well, she says she was Team Colonel. No, oh, she she's just um, she just she's just telling you that she's stringing you along. She loves me. <laughs> okay, if you wow, Hollywood easy, yeah. Hi, Holly. So and I got Jennifer Samoan mm -hmm. already. Nina, uh, Nina instead from yeah. the already uh, already gone podcast, brilliant podcast. Um, let's see, we got Chicago Lindsay McMillan. Yes, Tara Chinchilla. Mm -hmm. Kim. Kamikaze? Yes. Nancy Jalapeno? Mm hmm Rebecca Montanle. And then we move down to the Colonel's crew. Angie Ball. Yes. And glad to see her back. Lovely, lovely Nicola. Nicola um, Reed. Nicola Reed. Just a, a brilliant solicitor. Yes. Um, she is. <clears throat> Allie, of course, and Charlie. From the Insight from Podcast. Insight Podcast. Yes. Who would have been thoroughly disgusted they did with your the, script they, yesterday. They that Tylenol Murders did you, was the, good. It was. Yeah, did you listen was, to the Tylenol Murders? It yeah, was really good. Last night. Yeah. Insight's really good. good. Um, Why I didn't stay on that podcast, I'll never know. Probably because you fool want you. Yes. Yeah. I'm, Charlie's <laughs> been sending me notes about coming over to her thing. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, she has been recruiting you. Yeah, she has. Yeah. She's made me some offers. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah Mimosa, Sarah Spaghetti, 
Jennifer Burda, Karen. I love Karen Barnes. Is um, the uh, uh, Blood Feud still on with Allie? Oh, yeah. It's on. It's on right now. Uh, it's it's on like Donkey Kong, too. You're going to end up uh, murdered. Oh, I'm sure I will. Allie's got... Riddled with bullets. <laughs> no. You know what? Allie, because Allie's more... Allie strikes me as more of a machete person. Oh, yeah, me? probably. She's probably. from Australia. They yeah. don't use guns down there. They just hack you into pieces. Um, Janet Fitzgerald. Uh, our lovely Irish girl, Frances Darton. Chicago, Jessica Williams. Hey, Jessica. Amanda Fenton, bocce ball. I don't. Her, her name's changed on the thing, so I'm not really sure. I gotta. I gotta figure that out. God bless you, Brandy, for sneezing during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> or Satan bless you because I, that's did, a, I didn't you, sneeze into the mic. I turned away. Well, sneeze well, into your elbow. Half the time, you don't talk into the mic either. Yeah. Continue, you Colonel. You don't read the script with any yeah. passion. You know what, cocksuckers? I have sat here and listened to you two piss and moan and bitch and whine this entire fucking podcast shut your cock holsters and get on with what we're here to do timmy's been here since four o'clock this fucking morning it's time for him to get out of I here i have to get up every early every day to be here he doesn't roll in until noon well, i know you roll in at 10 and you leave at two not yeah, really but if why don't you settle down over there you could i was settled down and you two keep pulling yeah, my you know, goddamn string yeah, we're in the office and we're talking we didn't it looks like we're not going to get a raise this year, which, you know, yeah. let's face it, we don't deserve, we don't deserve no, a raise. But, you know, but, says, but we have a great is. boss and a work, great work environment. Mm-hmm. But Brandy says, you know the reason why I stay working here? She points to microphones, the podcasting. Now, because you know how much she loves podcasting, yeah. how much work she puts into Oh, yeah, into how much you, yeah, this is so, really her life. Yeah, her calling, right? Yeah, her calling. Yeah, <laughs> her passion. You need to make sure this is a road you want to travel. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, you are riding with me anyway, the crime con. Anyway, she comes in at ten. She leaves at two. <laughs> You're out of your fucking and, board. And the only reason she's staying in this job is because she can podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good reason. You're out of your <laughs> and, fucking mind. And, uh, Brandy lives in the northern part of the city, and strangely, all of Brandy's customers are, are the people that she has to meet with. Are within five minutes of a house, yeah, and uh, all the meetings are at one o'clock, and there's really no point in fighting that traffic <laughs> to come back here after the meeting. Goddamn right. So she rolls in at ten, yeah. has a one o'clock has appointment one o'clock at, by her house, yeah, like three days a week. Rolls in at ten. <laughs> wow. Rolls in at ten. <laughs> wow. So anyway, let me get back to yeah. the lovely Shannon Christ. Ross uh, out. Shannon out there doing the Lord's Shannon work. Shannon is doing the Lord's day. work. Yes. <laughs> Keep up Fighting the good the work. Good fight. Yes, keep up the good work, Shannon. The beautiful Tiffany. I want to say hi to Teresa Slavens. Okay, Teresa Slavin. Tiffany Bell, who uh, just posted a picture of Bo's state championship ring. Yes. Got his name on it. It's very Her cool. Her son, Bo, is a very talented football player in the state of Michigan. Monica D. Agostino. Bo's going to Eastern Michigan, by the way. Um, Scotty J. I'm trying to think of some good things to say. He's a loyal loyal. Team Colonel, man. Yes. Um, what about Elise uh, down there in Arkansas? We love Elise. Yes. How you doing? Liz uh, Keating, of course, on Team Colonel, who's um, taking making copies of her. her did you give a shout out to, uh, to Jada? Jada? Yes, new listener. Uh, well, I'm not sure she's a new listener, but she's new to the page. So, Jada, thank you for joining us. Okay, Jada. Shonda and Larry. 
Motherfucker. Yeah. All right, continue. <laughs> I want to, no, I really want to thank Todd Long. He uh, he started a post yesterday about the Patreon page on our page. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, that Todd. was very nice of yeah. you, Todd. Thank you. Angela Cobes. Radica, the lovely Radica Smith. She celebrated her five-year anniversary of her divorce this week, or Independence Day. Independence Radica, Day. congratulations. You're a strong, independent, beautiful woman, and you're in a much better place. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, do you Speaking disagree? Of, I, I fuck. I don't know where she's at. She could be in a gulag somewhere. Wow, you you, you speak accent. ill of Radica. I, I always speak highly Ill. of her. You say she's in a better place. She's a very I don't know beautiful young lady. She's beautiful. Very talented. Very bright. Speaking of beautiful, um, we have the mascot of Team Colonel. The lovely the Fallon. The lovely little Fallon. I mean, she's a girl. You just if I have a. Fallon just a girl you just want to grab and hug. You know what she I mean? She is very just lovely. A sweet, sweet girl. Mm-hmm. Um, not on Team Colonel, but I give her a shout out anyway. She's with Brandy's bitches. Um, that's what she. You're self damn called. right. The vagina vigilantes. Um, Jennifer Wicks. Yes. So. And Amber Croup. No, Amber Croup is dedicated Team Colonel. All right. Um, Jamie Tarantino. The very talented. Very talented. You got your pictures from Jamie, didn't you? I did, and they were beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. an extremely talented artist. We have some talented people we in do. our group, and you know what? None of them are on this podcast. <laughs> None of them are. <laughs> Speaking of talented and beautiful, the lovely Rachel Marie Flynn. Yes. Um, yes. Who, who is a local. She's from here in Cincinnati. We need to get her on a podcast yes, one day. Yes, we do. Um, Donna Hellman. And you know who I who I really like, and, and 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 this is a weird thing because I like when our listeners are um, is Maja Zanalka. Oh, I like Maja. Yeah, she's but a new Patreon supporter too. Thank you, Maja. Maja is a uh, when you have listeners that are in non English speaking things because I, I will tell you anytime we get a new listener, I like to know where people are from. Mm-hmm. So you so, create so you their stalk page. Them. I, yeah. I look at that page. I, I, mm-hmm. That's okay. You create their page. And, and I see hers, and then hers is always cool because it's written in, I, I don't know what country she's from, but it may be like Romanian or whatever. I think whatever. she's Polish. Polish? I okay. think so. And then mm-hmm. you hit that little C translation button, uh-huh. and it's cool, but just, you know, that's mm-hmm. whatever. That's a fascinating story. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. I was sitting down for yeah. that. Aaron Fowler. But she is a very nice lady. Thank yeah. you, Roger. Robin Sanchez. Hope you're doing well. Tracy Lynn Busby, hope you're doing good. Um, of course, we got Justin and TJ who make the page very fun. Yes, they do. Thank you, guys. Um, and speaking of somebody who's very fun, very sick, very twisted, the lovely Callie Jones, Timmy. Callie is fun. Callie is fun, but she's crazy as hell. Todd Long, of course. Thank you, Todd. Um, Andrea Odell. Norma DiMaggio. Um, let's see. Sarah Morgan. We got her, and then we got, and now we've only gotten through half of them, so the next right, half will right. be next we're, week. We're doing rotation, right. Um, we got, of course, we always end with the Lady Beverly. Lovely Lady Beverly. From across the pond. And I found out that she is corresponding with you and Brandy with snail mail, and yes. yet, but she's not writing me letters, so I'm going well, to write Well, I believe Graham. she might think you're illiterate, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you I can see where she You gets can't at. put pen to paper, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start writing Graham. So, yeah. so, and her Graham and her beautiful and enchanting and just smart as hell daughter, 
um, Alexandra. Yes, and her dog, Sully. The noble Sully. Yes. The noble and brave Sully. Yeah. And the woman who would have been so, I'm, I'm so glad that thing podcast went wrong yesterday in a way, because Dottie would have been so damn disappointed in that podcast. Well, someone died. I mean, we do. Uh, yeah, one person died, and she wasn't even interesting. Only one wasn't, died in this one. Two people died in this one. I mean, we might as well have done somebody that had a car right, crash five right. years ago. It was, you know. And my mom's so sweet. She she thought we had a computer. She thought the problem was the computer, and she was like, I'll buy you a computer. And yeah, my mom, it's, it's she, okay. I'm like an adult. I can buy it. <laughs> and, and, and that was, it, it was very, very nice of everybody yesterday to, to do that. And, and I was thinking, you know, I have... I have two laptops actually at home. If three, if you count Logan's, and yeah, no, it was very sweet of everyone. We, have, we 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 really appreciate. It. We really we do, actually have. We were just some means. It's just, yeah, it was just. Uh, we were just frustrated that we couldn't bring you a podcast yesterday. That's all. So the the beautiful and the kind hearted and the sweet, um, Dottie and Dottie, I'm I'm glad you missed the episode because the script was. It was just wonderful, horrible. Mom. Fucking uh, Brandy. Brand, where, it, where can people find us? Doctor Frankenstein couldn't have brought that script back to life. To you me. know what? Here's the thing: YouTube been riding my ass, and he's <laughs> the one that's been pissing and moaning about the script. Yeah. So I don't know why you're pissy with me. Oh, I'm not. You can I'm find just find us on Facebook. Well, yeah. That's just a simple question. Why yeah. Not defensive. Join us on Facebook at History Dweebs the podcast. That's History Dweebs the podcast. It's <laughs> Facebook group. That's where all that, of our all of our listeners hang out, and we interact with them, and we have a just a wonderful time, don't we, Brandy? Yeah. We're going to be at Crime Con. We are going to be at Crime uh, Con. June 10th and 11th. 9th, 10th, and 11th. Christ. Yes, 9th, 10th, 10th and 11th uh, in Indianapolis. Yes. So we, Brandy and I will be there. We don't, we're don't. we not sure if the colonel has Chuck hotel reservations. He's not staying in my room. He's not staying in mine either. You're not sleeping in the bathtub. But <laughs> He can stay at the La Quinta Inn, room yeah. 226. All right. So uh, join us there. You can also find us on they rent it by Twitter. The you can find us at History Dweebs one you, or you can follow Chuck at Hawk Walters. You can also find us on iTunes or all or any of the popular uh, podcast apps. Is that about it, Brandy? And you can find Cover to Cover Kids on iTunes as well. Yes, Brandy's uh, new podcast for children. There's no swearing. Nope, no swearing. Uh, it's just, but it's uh, still strangely erotic. <laughs> You're so gross. Uh, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.